Hey guys, so this is going to be a little bit of a different animal. In the last week, I've been seeing, <laughs> and I'm going to try to avoid mentioning specific names, but I've been seeing a lot of discussion around hate crimes. Most of the discussion seemed, at least to me, to be very vague and very qualitative. And, you know, I'm a dork. I'm used to working with a lot of numbers. And so I thought I'd try to find some numbers on, on hate crimes. And I found that the FBI actually compiles hate crime statistics, which, you know, I think is very laudable that they do that. I don't know how good these numbers are. It's possible that hate crimes are dramatically underreported. Or they're over-reported, right? People say something's a hate crime when it's not a hate crime. It may be difficult to tell exactly the motivation of an attacker. There were five categories that I focused on to start. These five categories include anywhere between two-thirds and three-quarters of all hate crimes. So, you know, they're, at least as far as I can tell, they're the main sources of concern. Well, let's go to 2017, right, because those are the most recent numbers. And I guess I would say often when looking at data sets, it's more interesting to look at changes over time because, in theory, any mistakes or biases in the data applies to every year, and therefore looking at trends is more accurate, almost by definition, than looking at just the information from any one year. Anyway, in 2017, there were... 7,175, quote, hate crimes out of a population of 328 million people, so 0.002% of Americans were the victim of a, of, a, uh, of a hate crime. Blacks were the victims in 2013 of those incidents. Gays were the victim 1,098 times, Jews 938 times, Hispanics 427 times, Muslims 273 times, and then trans or non-gender conforming 119 times. You know, I don't think those numbers mean very much in isolation, so let's take it to the next step, which is sort of as a percentage of all hate crimes. Well, there it gets a little more interesting. Blacks were the victim 28% of the time. Gays were the victim 15% of the time. Jews 13%. Hispanics 6%. And Muslims 4%. And then trans were the victim 2% of the time. Uh, but, you know, I still don't think that gets to enough detail because obviously these populations are of different sizes. So I had to look these numbers up, but Hispanics are 18% of the American population. Blacks are 13% about. Gays are about 5%, although there the estimates vary more widely. Jews are about 2%, and then Muslims are about 1%. And so, for example, let's take blacks. Blacks were the victim 28% of the time, and they make up 13% of the population. So I just did a very simple calculation. I just divided the 28% by the 13%, and I sort of got to this number 2.2. If that number was 1, then there's not a lot of disproportionate hate, if that makes any sense. But 
for the African-American community in the United States, there clearly is a problem. They're being the victim of hate crimes at over two times the rate. But it's worse for most of the other groups. Jews are targeted over five times as often as their population would dictate. Again, they're 13% of the victims and about 2 to 2.4% of the population. And then Muslims, gays, and trans are also very disproportionately attacked. Their percentage, you know, it's 4% for Muslims, but they're only 1% of the population. For gays, they're 15% of the, of the victims, only 5% of the population. And for trans, they're 1.7% of the attacks and 0.6% of the population. So they're all about three times more likely to be the victim of a hate crime. Then I started looking at the data set over time. And this is basically a tale of two eras. The first era is from 2000 through 2014, where basically everything is going in the right direction. Total incidents went from about 8,000 to 5,500. Anti-black went from 2,900 to 16. Anti-Jew went from 1,100 to 600. Anti-gay went from almost 1,300 to about 1,000. The one exception is anti-Muslim hate crimes, which basically went from zero in 2000 up to 154 in 2014. The second era is since 2014. This is a problem. Hate crimes have gone up from about 5,500 in 2014 to, you know, 7,200 in 2017. And they're up across the board. Anti-black from 1,600 to 2,000 anti-Jew from 600 to over 900, anti-Muslim has almost doubled from 154 to 273, and even anti-gay attacks, which has made progress in the past, went from 1,000 to 1,100. So the long-term story, or the long-term trend, is still a decline, but the recent increase is disturbing. On a proportion basis, though, again, that's the percentage of crimes towards a group divided by the population percentage of that group. The story's a little more murky. For blacks, it did improve from 2000 to 2014, from 2.8 times to 2.3 times. It improved slightly for Jews from 5.7 times to 4.6 times, but, you know, it got much worse for Muslims, going from 0.3x to 2.6x, and slightly worse for gays, from 3.2x to 3.6x. Since 2014, again, it's sort of shifted. The, uh, the black proportion has gotten, it's basically flat. It went from 2.3 to 2.2, and the gay hate crime statistics got a bit better from 3.6x to 3.1x. In contrast to that, Jewish hate crimes went from 4.6x to 5.4x, and anti-Muslim hate crimes went from 2.6x to 3.5x. As far as anti-trans or anti-gender non-conforming hate crimes, the FBI didn't even start to collect this data until only a couple years ago. You know, I think it's very early days. I think this is a number we have to keep an eye on. It was 98 incidents in 2014. It was 119 incidents in 2017. Small numbers, it's harder to do statistics. That obviously is increasing, but from a very small base. Again, I think this is a number we have to keep an eye on. 
a couple other things jumped out at me. And I guess I would say, you know, I'll put a link to the FBI website in the show notes. But if you have any questions or if you want me to look at the data more fully and answer any specific questions, I'd be very happy to do so. So just email email those questions to me. Again, I'll put my email in the show notes. Stepping back for one second, I think the good news here is the following. The crimes are overwhelmingly vandalism, intimidation, and simple assault. From one point of view, those are sort of the canaries in the coal mine, right? They're the warning signs. They're the red flags. That's how hate probably starts. And so, again, it's important to make sure that trend is watched. But as far as actual crimes go, I'm pretty happy to see a high vandalism number instead of, say, a high murder number. And, you know, there, obviously, one murder is too many, but for in 2017, there were only 15 murders that were ascribed to hate crimes. And that included six whites that were murdered and seven blacks that were murdered. I guess I would say I think it's important for each of us to come to our own conclusions about what this data means. To me, at least, it seems to be very clear that hate crimes in this country are still a problem. And that makes it very tempting, I think, to play, you know, this idea of the oppression Olympics game. And these numbers kind of facilitate that game. It's very easy to look at them and start figuring out ways that one group has it worse than another group. I think that's a really tempting game, but I don't think it's helpful. I don't think the rhetoric of emotion is helpful. I don't think the rhetoric of outrage is helpful. I don't think the rhetoric of divisiveness is helpful. Okay, that's enough out of me. I will. <laughs> I'll catch you next week.